Welcome to The Copy Table, the podcast for copywriters who want to get new ideas and inspiration for building and scaling a business you love. In this podcast, hosts Grace Fortune, Nicole Morton, and Erin Pennings bring new topics and guests to the table every single episode. We're spilling the beans on how you can use your interests and expertise to define what success means to you and take steps to achieve it. Welcome back to the copy table. Today, we're introducing my friend, my colleague, the person who I refer to as the person that I wish would live in my brain forever, uh, Nicole Morton, who is a copywriter, a marketing strategist, a product strategist. She's good at all the things. So um, we think she's awesome for so many reasons. And I'm glad to have her as a co-host on this podcast, as well as to introduce her today for an interview to put you in the hot seat and dive in. So before I let you tell me how you're feeling about all of this, more about Nicole as she describes herself. She's a brand strategist, nerd advocate, copywriter, and of course, the founder of the Nicole Morton Agency. You can find her lots of places online, including NicoleMortonAgency.com. She is the process, a secret decoder ring, but reality the reality is, is that you yourself are the secret decoder ring. <laughs> if you could have Nicole and just adjust her to the right spaces, you can get some incredible answers about really anything personal or business-wise, but specifically business-wise to figure out where you need to be. She's amazing at reflecting your problems back to you in a way that is intuitive, easy to follow. And it's like, I know how to move forward from here. So with that said, hi, Nicole. Thank you. I need you as my hype man at all times. <laughs> it's like, can all of us just follow each other around all day? Yes. Tell us yes. We're amazing. I'm going to put um, you in my pocket. So Nicole, you've had a really interesting background. There are some really interesting paths that have led you to right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Can we kick things off by telling us more about you and how you got to this point? Sure. So my career started in the product development and branding side of marketing, which means that I was part of the team that would invent new things and then people would build the things and then people would sell the things, which was super fun. So one thing that you'll come to know about me is that I'm secretly 12. So working for a company that made dolls and ornaments and music boxes was just an absolute joy. But what I found that during that job, The idea of being able to develop a concept, bring it to fruition, teach people how to talk about it, and manage the process from soup to nuts was something that really fit well with my skill set. I stayed there for many, many years um, until I started a family and the travel requirements for that type of position were not kind of jiving with how I wanted to have a family lifestyle. As another interesting facet, I had put myself through my second master's degree on a teaching assistantship, and I enjoyed that so much. I loved being part of the aha moment for students, and I told myself, you know, in my early 20s that that would be a career that I would love to get back to. So when I started a family, that seemed a natural transition to be able to work and have summers free and be on my kids' um, school schedule. And so I put myself through graduate school again and got all the way through teaching assistantship and a placement and found a school where the principal was a friend of my brother-in-law and there were four upcoming retirements for the fall. And 
my then husband came back around Christmas time and said, yep, we're uh, moving out of state. So I never got a chance to kind of grow into that. But the experience of hearing what my learners had to say and the questions that they had and then be able to frame answers in a way that was easier for them to receive. So whether they had needed it with a cultural nuance or if they were neurodivergent or if they had learning challenges, that was something that I found easy to translate in a way that was easy for them to be received. Fast forward after being home with my kiddos for over 10 years, I needed to find a way back into the workforce. So I had to decide which path to take. So back into education during, you know, pre-pandemic times, teachers were undervalued at best um, or find my way back into marketing. And I had happened upon a class, an online class that would teach you how to write blogs and build a business writing content for a living. And I thought, you know what, I'm a decent writer. I can work from home and have a flexible schedule and everything, but oof, content writing, bless their hearts. That is a grind. And it was very difficult for me, but it provided me an avenue into learning more about content writing as a strategy and then copywriting as a strategy and a business model and growing my network and meeting new people and understanding what opportunities were out there and how they kind of mesh with my natural ability to get under the skin of a person who's now reading instead of listening, reading what I'm putting out there and being able to morph into what their needs and wants and you know hesitations and dreams and that kind of thing just really fit naturally with me. And then further to that, finding through the course of masterminds and cohorts that my ability to kind of reframe challenges and unearth what people are, you know, are either need affirmation or don't recognize as their strengths or their talents, I think was something that I took for granted. And it took quite a long time and quite a few people to say, no, ma'am, that is not normal <laughs> in a good way. And it kind of got me to where I am. And so now I'm able to draw on my background in brand management product development, education, and business administration to kind of, it's all a nice gooey sticky ball that is me. The gooey sticky ball of Nicole. <laughs> I think it's the, you are, and you're the, you're the warm fuzzy person. You're oh, just, thanks. Absolutely. And people think of you and you put a smile on their face. Oh, thank you. You are so warm and fuzzy. Like you are way better than, you know, you're even better than a chinchilla. You're so warm and fuzzy. Oh, I function really well as den mom. So thank you. <laughs> You know what, there's actually one thing that you had mentioned that I would love to kind of highlight a bit more. We talked about this in, in previous episodes, but tell us about how you became a human decoder. Because oh my gosh. I think, well, I think that's just such a cool, a cool name and such a unique gift to have. And you have it in spades. So tell me a little bit about how, not only how you got that nickname, but also like, how do you, how do you do the decoding of the humans? A, I don't know. Like literally it happens without my knowledge or intervention. Like you, I'm a little bit older than you guys, so you probably don't remember, but there used to be a cartoon, Sherman and Peabody. And Mr. Peabody had the 3D BB, the three-dimensional bulletin board. And that's literally what happens inside my head. Like I can feel like the whiteboard open up and I can see all these things like pieces of a puzzle. And I understand intuitively how they fit together. And what comes out at the end is 
just a new perspective, a new way to think about, you know, whatever challenge you're having in your business or a feeling that ends up being a core of your branding messaging or, you know, an experience that, again, that you take for granted that the rest of us are like, dang, how do you do that? And so it was, uh, it was during a workshop that I was, um, that I was part of with uh, Jimmy Parent and Justin Blackman, where we had to go back in. So it was the, the back burner sessions where the idea was we as copywriters are constantly, you know, the cobbler's children with no shoes. So we never take care of our own business because we're so focused on client work. So this was a workshop specifically designed for us to work on our own stuff. So part of writing the about page was me putting words to what I do. And somehow I had mentioned that it comes out, you know, kind of like a decoder ring. And that's what everyone was like, that, that's what you do. What you are. <laughs> and that's how it happened. And it stuck. And we've seen it in action too. Like it's almost, there's that, um, what's the meme? It's, it's not Julia Roberts, but it looks kind of like Julia Roberts where there's this woman and she's thinking and all of the numbers are coming in together. Yes. But where she looks quizzical and confused. <laughs> You do yeah. not. And it's like, you can almost see all of these things coalescing behind your eyes. Like mm -hmm. it, it's just, I can't describe it, Nicole. It is. It, it's like it, a giant whiteboard in my head. I was like, nope, here we go. And that's exactly what you do. And you see it all come together in this 3D model, which is insane. And you yeah. describe it then. And I think I didn't know a lot of the educational history, like that your educational background. And that makes so much sense when you're like, I break it down based on where people are in their brains. And it's mm -hmm. like that alone, your ability to see what other people's brains look like and how they can move forward with that. And how from a, if, if you say something, and again, I'm, I'm hyping up, I have so many more questions, but <laughs> like, if you say something and people are like, wait, what? From the way that they ask the question, you are like instantly able to break it down further. And I'm in complete awe of that that's not that's not a skill that I possess it's like well what do you mean <laughs> this is the reason I'm a teacher <laughs> what do you mean you don't get it but I think that that's really really an important skill so I mean you've you've already kind of talked about how you develop that skill but I want to know now that you've defined yourself as a human decoder ring and now that we all agree that this is essentially quintessentially who you are like how do you plan to this is going to sound really weird saying it out loud. How do you plan to use that secret decoder ring tool that is you <laughs> um, to grow your business and to grow into this role? What do you right. say? And this, this goes back to something Grace had said in the last episode is that it, I don't consider it unfortunately, but unfortunately it does mean a lot of one-to-one -one work. Um, it does mean a lot of intuitive, intentional listening and intuitive processing and I find that it kind of ends up being like a coaching situation where there are particular problems that I'm pretty good at identifying. So things like trying to straighten out your messaging, you know, trying to find a hook for your messaging or trying to identify a framework because at the end of the day, what we do, and you know, Aaron, you had touched on this in the very first episode is writing is a commodity. Anybody can write, you can Google these skills you can find people that can write, you know, emails and, and web copy on Fiverr or, you know, Upwork or whatever. And it's the infusion of your personality and your background and your experience and your expertise and all of that messaging and finding, you know, building frameworks helps you stand out from the noise. So things like that 
that's how I kind of distill this ability to digest and reframe your skill set or your focus or your particular talent. There's so much to unpack in what you just said. Like I'm sitting here going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But here's my brain like, okay, now how, how do I apply this? That's insanely cool that that's what you do. And you say it does require more one-on-one work, but I think that also opens you up to one-to-many work too. Because even though you can't teach people how to be in your brain mm-hmm. and to use your brain, you can you're really amazing at on the fly. And then you help people see the different kinds of connections mm-hmm. for how, like, if you put me in a hot seat, Grace would be able to pick up like some of the things that we have. In That's right. That's that, right. That so there's, there's so a, much potential for this. I'm excited. There's a lot of uh, learning by proximity that goes on in an audience like that. So when we recently did some hot seats in the spring, even though I was only able to work one-on-one, you can't see my air quotes, one-on-one with four people, with 30 people in the audience, I can guarantee that someone took at least something new that they hadn't thought of from their business and is able to implement or at least use it as a jumping off point for a new direction. When I think what's also interesting is that there's a lot of parallels in all of us. And so we like a lot of the time I'll say, I didn't even know you could ask that question. And then all of a sudden I can take back and it's like, you're speaking to me. This is my, my exact situation. Mm-hmm. So I think your ability to do that is, is really unique. I totally agree. And I do have uh, just a quick kind of follow-up question to that and feel free to, you know, kibosh this question. <laughs> You've worked for some really, really cool brands, pretty big names. And I know like you're, I think you're way too modest, but I would love to hear more about how, how you worked with them and the kinds of people that you want to work with now. Mm-hmm. So when I was working at the doll company, we, it was in, I'm going to date myself now, but it was the you know mid to late nineties when the branding boom, there was a huge branding boom right before the big IP bubble. And so I had the opportunity to work on projects that were licensed by um, fortune 500 companies and, you know, major names in entertainment and learning to work within the parameters that you say a Disney or an M&M Mars or Major League Baseball had with their branding because they're very strict, rightfully so, about their intellectual property. So learning to work within those parameters actually gave me more freedom and creativity than just turning me loose. And I find that it serves me really, really well in my business because I can only, and push is the wrong word, but I can't think of anything more elegant right now. I can only push someone so far out of their comfort zone to be effective. So if I know that one, someone I'm working with, their particular audience is sensitive to a topic, or if their experience doesn't allow for this particular type of messaging, it allows me to be that much more effective and gives me more freedom to be creative than had we just gone in and I just give them a brain dump of things that I think are interesting or evocative or, you know, of, of their, of their experience or their branding. So that really taught me a lot about, um, positioning, um, the, the power of intellectual property, the power of showing up as the one thing that you're well known as. And I think that has served me very well as I grow and build my business. I agree with that. To follow on to that, what else from their processes has kind of informed your approach? Consistency, absolutely. Knowing that you can forge your own path, that different is not scary, that different is not 
uh, is not going to hold you back. It's it's actually what draws the right people to you. And the more that you can put yourself into your business and your branding and your messaging and your offers and play to your strengths and understand your people, the better off your business is going to be, the more productive your work is going to be, the more your messaging resonates with your audience, the more the right people find you. I love that. Um, I mean, marketing 101 says like you want to attract the right people and repel the wrong ones, right? Mm -hmm. So be very intentional about that so I you know 100% agree with that statement like uh so true and it really is it really is kind of fascinating to see to see you in action like I I was at that workshop uh, that you were talking about a little bit earlier just kind of watching you do your thing it's like like Aaron said previously like I want you to live inside my brain forever <laughs> just because you're you're so great at what you do thank you and oh you're welcome so I think like how, is there any other ways that working for all of these big brands, like you had mentioned like consistency, are, is there any other ways that that past experience has come through in your, in the way that you work now? I think understanding that there is a path for everyone. So one of the things that I learned early on was trying to either emulate or follow in the footsteps of colleagues that I admired was only going to make me a carbon copy and not a very good one of a business that already exists at a time where they're probably five, 10, 15 years into their business. And that's not A, who I am, B, what my experience allows me for, and C, tapping into my own expertise and my talents and my experience. Finding your zone of genius, staking your claim in a very noisy and very crowded industry just, you know, it, it, it's, it's invaluable to your growth and your development. I love that. And what, what is your vision now for, you know, the Nicole Morton agency? Like, I, I want to know, like, what's next for you? Like, what's, what are you trying to build out in 2023? So I think the, you know, trying to lean a little bit more into the, what, what we're calling the clarity catalyst coaching. So finding a very specific point that you're struggling in. So, you know, I can't be all things to all people. And there are a couple things that I do pretty well, things like trying to find the core of your messaging or trying to find, um, create pillar content that you can show up in public uh, as an authority about, or finding your wow factor. Like how, how do you articulate what you do better than anybody else in the industry or your framework? How do you show up that's different than everybody else in the industry? So, you know, a couple things that I do really well. So that's, that's what I would like to really focus on as, you know, 2023 rolls out is, you know, helping people find the things that they themselves take for granted that may just be exactly what your community needs for you to do and show up in. So would you say, I'm paraphrasing here, would you say you help people find the them-sized holes? That's right. And living up to it. I love that's that. That's exactly right. You may notice that I'm pulling that from something you've written. So <laughs> I love that way of phrasing it too. Like where, where is the U-shape hole that you can fill? Um, that's in, right. in, like that's all about, you hear people um, like Todd Brown, for example, talk mm -hmm. about your, I think he calls it the unique differentiating. That's right. That, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's the unique, unique mechanism. Yeah. Thank you. It's all about finding like what, what sets you apart from everybody else that's mm -hmm. doing the same thing as you are. There's not another Aaron Pennings. There's not another Grace Wilson. There's not another Nicole Morton, right? So, right. 
how can we, as you know, copywriters, as strategists, how can we articulate that to the people that we want to serve? It is really, I think, one of the key questions to answer in order to be able to have a business that makes you stand out as much as some of those big names that we secretly envy, mm-hmm. right? Admire, admire. <laughs> admire. I, I think so, it's full-blown envy. It's full-blown envy for me. We could keep going with and talking about Nicole and with Nicole for hours. Um, however, we also want to respect the time that it takes to have a cup of coffee or, or two, depending on how fast you drink it. So with that in mind, where can people go to find out more about you and get updates as the Clarity Catalyst 2023 comes to life? Thanks. I am at NicoleMortonAgency.com and I'm pretty easy to find because I'm 99% sure I'm at Nicole Morton Agency on all the socials. So Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I've recently decided not to pursue Twitter until the dust settles. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty easy to find. And you know, you can always email me, Nicole at NicoleMortonAgency.com. Awesome. Well, well, thanks for, for coming on today, Nicole. I mean, I realize that you're on with us every time that we're on because this is the Nicole, Grace, and Aaron coffee table show. But thank you for being in the hot seat today. It is sometimes uncomfortable to have the light shown on you, but that's really the best place to to show off what you can do and why we think you're awesome. So well, thanks. It was fun. Yes. And, and thanks to everyone else who is joining us, listening in on this episode. We are Grace Fortune, Nicole Morton, and Aaron Pennings, and we'll see you next time.